0: hey what's up like totally time for
1: 90210 well hello everyone welcome back to the 90210 show my name is mark with me as always is my spooky girlfriend carol how you doing today carol hey what's up Not much. It's been a good week here. It is the spookiest time of the year, and I'm not just talking about Australian tax time. It (laughs) is October 31st. Yeah, trick or treat. 1997. Halloween, y'all. Ooh. (laughs) We have a spooky episode of 9210 to talk about. Not really spooky, though. It's spooky for a certain demographic of people. Okay, sure. (laughs) Teenagers at college parties.
0: Yes, it is. I guess a cautionary tale.
1: They, there's a lot of episodes of 90210 that focus on the evils of alcohol. Yes, are the writers of this show teetotalers? What's that? Teetotalers. What's that? Somebody that abstains from alcohol. Essentially,
0: uh, I doubt it because I don't have any idea how like recovery from alcoholism works <laughs> right. or drug addiction.
1: But yeah, they still could be then if they don't if they don't know that because they've never been part of that. I
0: guess. I mean, there's something definitely off with the
1: writers <laughs> <of this show. laughs> You think they've just been drinking heavily for many years and have never had to go to rehab. Maybe. That's your theory. But yeah, why don't you tell us about this episode, Carol?
0: Okay, so this episode, um, it's called Smashed.
1: <laughs> Smashed.
0: And uh, Steve is throwing a keg party. At Brandon's house. Well, no, he lives there too, but it's still Brandon's house.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, at 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 the abode, the Walsh abode. Is the Walsh
0: house somehow an extension of the Keg house now? Because that's kind of what it seems like.
1: I don't know. I mean, i I think it's it's kind of like whenever they need to throw a party, they do it at the Walsh house because it's the set they have access to. <laughs> but I, I mean, I guess maybe. It's so sort of a spiritual sister <laughs> house of the keg house.
0: Well, I mean, like, they were talking about, like, I don't know, the keg dudes or whatever. It just seemed it, The keg dudes? I don't remember what they called them, but it just seemed like they were talking about, like, the people that are in the fraternity or whatever. Surely they
1: call them keggers, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's that was what they it. would call the members of the fraternity, keggers. Sure, because
0: it's the keg house.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, he's throwing a party. And. What is
1: keg? Kappa. Epsilon Gamma? That's their fraternity?
0: I guess. I don't know. Stupid. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve and Rush and his two little brothers are having breakfast at the Peach Pit.
1: No, no, no. no. What? <laughs> okay, the way you said it's weird. By the way, the only fraternity I'd be a member of is Lambda Lambda Lambda. What's that? The tri That's from Revenge of the Nerds. Ah, Okay. The 80s sex comedy that is uh, glorified sexual assault. Um, the way you said it was Steve, Rush, and his two younger brothers. But it, not Rush's two younger brothers. No. Steve's two younger
0: those brothers. Those two dorky kids that we saw before at a yeah. different uh, party, I think.
1: Yeah, the ones that got in trouble and Steve didn't rat them out.
0: Weren't they like toilet papering or egging or something? Yeah,
1: I think it was the Halloween episode.
0: Yeah. They're uh, definitely mischievous little scamps. There, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> mischievous little scamps.
0: But uh, Rush forces Steve to a- agree to watch his brothers, even though he's like, "I'm throwing a fucking you know keg party at my house tonight."
1: Yeah, you remember the kegs. You were, oh, you were a kegger yourself, Rush.
0: He hands him two hundred dollars and's like, "Go ahead and take care of your brothers." Basically, like, you guys have so much money that means nothing.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought, too. He was like, Steve's like 200 bucks for a, uh for, to take care of you, to, uh, it's a good deal or whatever. You just got like 20 grand.
0: Right. Yeah. 200 bucks <sighs> is nothing to him. Yeah. I mean, if I got 200 bucks for a night of babysitting, that would be awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's going on. And then throughout this whole episode, I've got, I've just got to say, I really, it pisses me off what they've done here. Okay. Kelly is just getting out of rehab. Yeah. She wants her roommate from rehab to move in with her because she has nowhere to go and she's being discharged, which is bullshit. This is
1: annoying because I think this character is going to stick around for a while and I don't like her.
0: Agreed. Um, But, I mean, both of these people are recovering addicts. Yeah. And then Colin's a recovering addict. And so is David. David. And all four yeah. of these people, two of them just walked out of rehab. One of them's on his way to jail for a drug-related crime. Go to this party where there's all the drinking. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's stupid.
1: Well, I think it's funny, too, because they're in the hospital, or, the you know, the rehab facility. Uh-huh. And I think it's a hospital, though. Yeah. With just a, a Rehab floor, unit or something. Yeah. And Kelly's talking yeah. to that doctor that asked her out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, I don't know if it's such a good idea for you and uh, her to be living together, because when you two meet in the the way that you did, you know, there's a lot of emotions involved and all this shit and everything. You fucking
0: asked her out. And you were her doctor. And like, yeah, okay, he's a med student, but he still was acting in the doctor role when he was a 35 year
1: old med student.
0: He's not 35. He's like 28. Whatever. But, yeah, I agree. But, yeah, that is a hospital, and they always put the name of it. And I can't think of the name, but it's, like, a famous hospital from L.A. Is it Bellevue? No.
1: Is it Cedars-Sinai? Yes. Okay.
0: Cedars-Sinai Hospital. Well, there you go. So, so, yeah, so Kelly asks if this girl can move in, and Donna and Claire agree, but they're not happy about it, and I don't blame them. I wouldn't want her to move in either. She's a stranger, and all you know about her is she had a drug problem. <laughs> I mean, Kelly being there is one thing, because she was your friend before that. There's history. Yeah. But bringing drug addicts into your house just at random, not a great idea.
1: Yeah, not always. Sometimes it can be fun, but... <laughs> I guess. But this one ends up gobbling up all the juice. <laughs> right. All the gross-looking pale orange juice. That
0: juice did look messed up. Like, maybe was it wasn't definitely orange juice. Like, maybe it was supposed to be pineapple juice. Or guava. Something. It was very pale. It looked
1: watered down. Yeah.
0: Maybe uh, they had to do a couple takes, and they were trying to get the most they could out of that juice. I don't know. Maybe.
1: (laughs) But, yeah. It looked like Steve was playing a prank on them by adding something of his own to that juice. Oh,
0: God. That's so gross. Come on. Honestly, though, I was a little concerned that there was something, like, maybe the juice was spiked when uh, she's like, oh, it's Claire's, but she won't mind. And I'm like.
1: It's Claire's. She's a raging alcoholic. (laughs) That just pours vodka in open juice containers <laughs> in the refrigerator of her shared house. You never know. I don't think Claire has a problem with alcohol.
0: I don't think she's a problem, but, you know, she drinks.
1: Like, You think that would be... Is that normal behavior? I, I don't know. My friends and I did it. It okay. <laughs> doesn't really mean that's, it's normal. Yeah, but. I was going to say, that's not a <laughs> great endorsement for normalcy. Right.
0: Um, I mean, have you ever uh, made orange juice with vodka instead of water because I've done that.
1: <laughs> Have I ever made orange juice with vodka instead From of water? From the can, you know? Oh, the frozen orange juice? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I've had a screwdriver before. Yeah. Which is what vodka and orange juice is, but I don't think I've ever done that. No. Anyway. I was not big on orange juice and alcohol. Mm. I was more of a Kool-Aid or like like rum punchy type stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean basically the same thing as frozen orange juice.
1: I guess.
0: Kool-Aid. But anyways, it was fine. It was not laced or spiked or whatever. But that she Kelly said, Pour me a glass too. Mm-hmm. And she ends up pouring out the whole bottle in between these two glasses, which I think it was all a little presumptuous of Kelly.
1: I also noticed she's quite selfish. Because one glass is about is a little over halfway full, closing in on three quarters full. The other one's pretty full. She gives the the less full one to Kelly. <laughs> she keeps the fuller one for herself.
0: Interesting. I did not notice that. Oh yeah, I noticed. But then Claire comes in and she's like, "Oh, the juice is gone." Like she was a little irritated. But like, who wouldn't be if that's if that's how they do it? I think that's a stupid way to do it. But if that's how yeah. they do it.
1: She's like, that's Claire's juice, but we all share. And it's like, why don't not just all buy groceries together? Yeah. Then it wouldn't Split be the groceries.
0: Claire's juice. Why do you need to have Kelly's juice and Claire's juice and Donna's juice?
1: I can understand if they were poor, but they're all rich. Right. Yeah. Agreed.
0: They should just, you know, grocery shop, whatever. But um, I mean, she wasn't a bitch about it or anything, but you could tell she was a little upset. Yeah. And so Kelly's like, here, take mine. And the other girl still kept the juice. You are
1: right. <laughs> that's what I am
0: saying. Um, but I mean, that's literally the only issue there. That's nothing. That's not. That's a non-issue. No,
1: but there is more issues with this with this one. Yeah, but we we
0: don't we won't know that yet. Um, so Kelly's getting ready for this party. She lets her. She's like, "Oh, help yourself to anything in my closet." She gives her a necklace. The girl's all excited like about going to this party with Kelly, which, again, mm. stupid idea. Hey, first day out of rehab. Let's go around a tr- bunch of trunks.
1: By the way, I think she got her hair done. So it looks like it anyway.
0: The girl? Yeah. Um, they put up all right in her hair. That's all.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It was just a different look. It
1: looked poofier or whatever. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe they curled it. Who knows? She looked nice. Kelly loaned her a necklace. Um, then Kelly gets a call from the doctor dude who is supposed to be meeting her at the party. Yeah. And the girl is hugging a pillow. Hugging a what? A pillow. Okay. Why? Because I thought you
1: said pillow.
0: <laughs> a pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looks like she's trying to like hide behind it. It's a very weird. I don't know what was going on with her emotionally right then. Yeah. But when Kelly gets off the phone, she's like, oh, if he's going, can I just bow out? Yeah. I think it's
1: weird. You can't foot three on a love seat
0: yeah she also first she tried the i by think by the way don't
1: knock three on a love seat if you haven't tried it
0: all righty you think you need to tell me something later <laughs> um but she does first try the isn't it kind of weird to be going out with him since he was you know like our doctor and
1: she's right
0: yes she is
1: and, and she's th- like oh he wasn't our doctor he's just some a med student, student.
0: Yeah, no, it's totally inappropriate. And then she's like, well, I'm just gonna, you know, skip out because, yeah. Because, like Mark said, she said there's no room for three on a love seat, which is a really weird thing to say.
1: That was weird that she said, like Mark said, there's no room for three on <laughs> a love seat. Because, it, like, she just called me out by name. It was really weird.
0: Very strange, yes. Um, Kelly's like, oh, no, come on, it'll be fun. Maybe you'll meet somebody. Another thing... That they don't do right out of rehab, try to date people. Yeah. What the fuck, girls? But they show up at the party. Mm -hmm. David's there. Everybody's there. Donna's there.
1: Yeah, the the entire cast is there. Plus months and and a bunch of extras. Yeah. Including someone's dad, I think. (laughs) Right? There's this dude there with a girl getting a cocktail weenie and a napkin. And I swear to God, it was like... I don't know, Mr. Walsh's uncle.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, he did not fit in. Neither did the girl. She was dressed like she just left the office
1: or something. Yeah, I don't know. They're not keggers. No, for sure. Like like, like you said, I think they just dressed up, a hey, put put someone from the crew in wardrobe. Yeah. Hey, gaffer, get over here. <laughs> we need somebody else.
0: Fill out this party. But... Donna is weirdly like helping David video this thing. Was there some reason that I missed? Was there something going on? Like she's like, oh, it's for TV or whatever. It's for proster pros- oh. and night. Late night TV.
1: Yeah, you know what it was for? Hmm. The most hilarious named thing I've ever heard in my life. It was for see you later. <laughs> it's see oh. you. California University, the fictional right. university they made up later <laughs> as in it's a late night program.
0: Right.
1: But so, they call it see you later. So it's for the campus television. Correct. Okay. Which he works for. Yeah.
0: So she's helping him record this party.
1: Because he he is fine being the cinematographer of this, but he doesn't like talking on camera. He says talking's not my specialty. Did you and the writers forget that you were a fucking DJ?
0: Yeah. Very, very weird. Yeah, like he wanted to do that so much too.
1: Talking is what Donna does best. Like when she interviewed fucking Ray. (laughs) Made him feel like a jackass. Right. It worked out well for her.
0: But yeah, and then she's ignoring Joe. Her boyfriend is there. He wants to dance with her. She's
1: like, I'm helping David. Mm -hmm.
0: So something's up there.
1: They're planting seeds of something, yeah. Because it's it's because then she sees him all miserable in the corner with her camera. She just throws her camera to fucking uh, Brandon, Brandon, and says, "Here, you you take over." And he's like, "What are you talking with what?" And she goes, "You know." And then he's, <laughs>
0: what the fuck? And then we never see him hold the camera.
1: It was like she forgot her line, <laughs> right? But then she runs over to Joe and is like, "Hey, why don't we have fun and dance now?"
0: And then Valerie and Colin also show up to this party, but he really, really does not want to go, Yeah, which I think she's kind of a bitch for forcing him.
1: We're doing this episode kind of backwards because we're focusing on the end. Like you really wanted to talk about and get to this party because of the addiction issues associated with this party. You really jumped the gun on this instead of taking us through the episode. But that's okay. You can. You'll just have to backtrack, I guess.
0: I guess that's what I'm doing. Um. So, anyways, um, it's ah, y'all just cumulated. Valerie is talking to the lawyer. And oh my god!
1: Okay, this happened a long time ago. Yeah. Would you like to uh, lead us through the show there, dear? No, it's just it's a complete non sequitur where you're like. Valerie and Colin show up to this party. I think she's a bitch for making him go. So Valerie's talking to the lawyer. Like, without my without my interruption, that's where we went, logically, in time.
0: No, because of your interruption, that's where we went. Because I was like, what? Because <laughs> then I was thinking to myself, like, what all did I skip? Let's fill them in. So... <laughs>
1: For some reason, Valerie's talking to the lawyer instead of Colin.
0: Because she's paying the lawyer. But he's the client. Yeah, it is weird. He should at least be there. You would think. Maybe he's refusing to leave the house. I don't know.
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: But the lawyer says, you know, they can plea for... He's dreaming
1: about uh, the guy that uh, broke him in in
0: prison. (laughs) God. You're such an ass. (laughs) That's awful. Um
1: yeah lawyer Valerie. they're they're
0: going to plea down to a six month sentence
1: that's what he says he wants to plea he can plead him down to six months in fucking club fed
0: yeah, but um, she's like, well, we don't want any jail time, and he's like, well, we can always you know go to trial, but
1: he'll lose, yeah, and then it'll be more.
0: So he's like, but so he convinces her, and then he's like, but you got to talk to Colin.
1: This dude ran from the fucking police with a felony quantity of cocaine. Yeah. And this guy's like, we can get him six months. That's insane. Take it. For sure. He won't even serve six months. He'll serve like four or three.
0: And he said it's like barely worse than like being in the county hospital.
1: Yeah. He can paint if he wants to and shit like that. It's with a bunch of, you know... A bunch of corporate criminals.
0: Right. So, yeah, so she has to talk him into that. And then she's like, let's make the best use of our time while we have it, though. Mm-hmm. And then she's all over him. Yeah. Because she's greedy and slutty. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> she's greedy
0: and slutty. What are you talking about? It's He has a little bit of time left. Should she just, like, spend it fucking me? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, how greedy of her. <laughs> what selfishness. <laughs> Who would want to spend their time in bed with Tiffany Amethyst? Tiffany Ammerthysen? Ammerthysen.
0: yeah, okay. Um, But then she's like, but we do have to go to this party tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. And he does not want to go to the party. And he has no, valid because, reasons to not want to go to the party. Because everyone
1: that's going to be there hates him. Yeah, he's
0: not wrong. They are not his friends. No, they don't.
1: They're like not him. her
0: friends, really, either. No, not anymore. I mean, she lives in that house where the party's happening, but
1: her and Brandon have a weird brother sisterly dynamic. Yeah, that they're trying to force.
0: She asked his permission to bring Colin to the party, mm-hmm. and he tried to say no, but mm. she made him say yes. She really, you know, controls everything, doesn't she?
1: Yeah. How how greedy of her. <laughs> Shut up. She rubbed her boobs on his face, and and he's like, I guess I have to say yes. (laughs) Damn. What? Well,
0: then. So they show up at this party. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to see Kelly. Kelly is there. Yeah. And he's like, can I get forgiveness from you? And she says, I'm working on it. And then she kisses him on the cheek. Yeah. Which seemed innocent. No, it seemed innocent enough to me. I guess. But then she turns around and Valerie is staring daggers at them. Oh, yeah. And Kelly gives her this look like, yeah, that's right. You saw what you saw.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So it was kind of like a little challenge in her eyes. Because they hate each
1: other. Yeah. Yeah. If this was a nature show, this would be when the fucking claws come out. Right. Someone starts leaping.
0: I, I don't understand why Valerie wants to push this, though. Like, why. She seemed really upset that he didn't want to see Kelly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like she wants to erase the fact that he might have any feelings, but, like, obviously he does.
1: And. Well, he wanted to talk to her, or go over, see her, or whatever. Yeah. When he got out of prison.
0: And so then they get into an argument later, and. She says, and he says to her, "I love you," which is such bullshit. Yeah, and I love you not bullshit. because you got you bailed me out, and not because you're paying the lawyer, but for you. Right. And it's, it's such, such a lie. A lie. Yeah. <laughs> I think she knows deep down it's. I a lie. don't know.
1: I don't know if she does or not, but he is for sure using her.
0: Oh yeah. And like like you said, it seems like he might skip out on
1: the. I bail. think that's what they're setting up.
0: Maybe, or maybe they're just you know showing illustrating how she's just such a fucking pushover
1: maybe maybe they're doing that too they wanna they want us to have sympathy for her character
0: It is weird and upsetting <laughs> that she's doing this, yeah, but yeah, so I mean then that's why I guess I think it's just weird that she's just like, well, just fuck me like. I don't know. He'd rather be with Kelly, and she's just taking care of him, and so he's having sex with her, and it's all gross. He's used to prostitution, though. He's just on the other end of it. Yeah. Why do you say he's used no, to prostitution? No, not on the other end of it. Because he used to sell himself. He's oh, selling he, himself to her.
1: Yeah, that's true. He did.
0: That's basically what's happening. She just doesn't know that she's uh, paying for it.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. Who knew that to be with Tiffany Amber Thiessen, all he had to do was, uh... wait, no, she's paying him. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. That's what I am saying,
1: Colin. So it's like when I found out uh, that um, what's her name uh, from the Brady Bunch was a big crackhead. What's her name, Marine. Ma- uh, I don't Marine know. McCormick. No idea. She loved cocaine.
0: Wait, who? What? Which character?
1: Uh, Marsha.
0: Marsha. 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 Yeah. Okay.
1: So you, you know, if you had an eight ball, you <laughs> could have Marsha.
0: There you go.
1: In the 70s.
0: So, at this party, <laughs> yeah. we also have Steve's kid brothers running around. Yeah,
1: as, of, as mentioned beforehand when we were starting at the beginning of the episode, before we jumped to this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they are supposedly being watched by Steve. He doesn't do a good job. No.
0: And they make it their mission to get drunk.
1: Which is understandable, for like, what, how do you... I think,
0: 17. Oh, they're 17.
1: Well, the, are they twins? I think... I
0: don't know. Because, I mean, at least the one who ended up sick was 17. I don't know how old the other one is.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I don't... Maybe like 17, 18, or, or 16, 17. Or maybe yeah. they're both 17. I don't know. Maybe they are twins. I don't know. They look enough alike.
0: They're, they're older teenagers. <laughs> um, but it makes
1: sense for older teenagers to want to try to get drunk at a college party. Right. But they take it too far, and like well, what's funny is they're they're playing quarters right for those of you who don't know, I can't imagine that there's anyone in our listening audience that doesn't know what quarters is, but it's a drinking game where you you bang a quarter against the table and try to get it into a glass right, and if you make it, you're good, if you don't, you have to take a shot, yeah, and the keggers are playing it, and the kid brothers are like. So Steve, come on, let us let us play, and, and how are we going to learn how to drink if we don't practice or whatever? <laughs> and Steve's like, "Fine, you can play one round." So Mince lets them play one round. They both do one shot. Yeah, and then after that, they're doing all kinds of shenanigans. Oh around my the goodness! Party.
0: Yeah, they're like tricking people, like walking around the tray of food so they can steal drinks from people. Yeah,
1: they're tr- tricking the best boy of uh, <laughs> or whatever fucking staffer he was uh, to get his mixed drink and beer they're drinking open bottles Ugh, of beer the so other gross. Piece. they're getting hepatitis a
0: right and and months tries to stop them and they're like no we're just cleaning up but he's so drunk he doesn't know he was walking around with a tequila bottle earlier so yeah
1: and then they they steal an open bottle of liquor yeah it was like
0: low shelf whiskey you said yeah,
1: yeah. it's real bottom rung shit it's like five o'clock.
0: So not not something you want to get drunk
1: on the first time you get drunk. No,
0: but um, one of them drinks way too much, and he's like leaning up against the wall.
1: I think he was drinking the most of that bottle of liquor. Yeah, that's stupid. I think because he was the the one we saw take the big mm-hmm. chug out.
0: Oh yeah, he was chugging, and I'm like, that's not realistic because he doesn't know how to drink. He's not going to yeah, chug liquor.
1: No one that's fucking uh, inexperienced to alcohol is going to chug a fifth of fucking bottom-rung whiskey. I
0: mean, they didn't even have
1: a chaser. That has to taste like absolute fucking gasoline. Yeah, awful. And, yeah, he didn't drink the whole fifth. He maybe drank, like, I don't know, a quarter to a half of a fifth, which is quite a bit for a a skinny kid that has never had alcohol in his life. And
0: that's not even, like, all he drank.
1: Right. But still, you wouldn't be chugging that.
0: No, for sure. But yeah, so he's leaned up against the wall and like we're seeing his vision's getting all fuzzy and shit and then he goes to go throw up. Right. And apparently he passed out
1: on the deck. Yeah.
0: Wonder if he made it somewhere to throw up or not.
1: I don't think he did throw up. I think he just passed out. It would have been better if he threw up. Yeah, I think he thought he was going to throw up and that's why he ran outside, but before throwing up, he just body just fucking shut down. And uh so the the guy uh breaks in and he's like i'm a doctor
0: yeah and, he, and he's he, i'm a med student Yeah,
1: checks checks him out and says hey call 9 one steve's yeah. like what are you talking about he's like he's got alcohol poisoning so he's like you can die from that and it's like steve you're in a fraternity in college how do you not know you can die from alcohol poisoning right
0: ridiculous so, yeah, they take him to the hospital, Rush shows up and he's, you know, livid. Yeah. Which is kind of unfair because what did he expect to happen?
1: Yeah, of course. If you're leaving your kids with Steve, you know to, that they're you know they're going to have alcohol poisoning to go to a fraternity and end party end up in the fucking emergency room, Carol. Because he knew he told me he was having a party. But okay, to expect them to get a little drunk or something like that, sure. But you'd expect them to an- end up in no, fucking intensive care. No,
0: I still think he was unfairly angry.
1: I think he was way more chill than I would have thought he would be. <laughs> I guess because he's kind of pissed and whatever. He's like, y- "There, you were your responsibility. You were supposed to watch him." And Steve did not do a good job watching them. No. But then he like got real calm and he was like, you know, you, you and your brothers are all I care about and I just want you to all to take care of each other. You know, like that's what it's about and everything. And that's it. He like he didn't fucking lay into him or call him a fucking useless yeah, moron or anything. I mean I
0: guess that is pretty chill for Rush.
1: So then Steve takes it seriously and goes and sees now, uh <laughs> what, what I think is funny is the aftermath of this. We'll get to what happens with Kelly and and everything else later, but just a a bit of it. uh, The doctor and Kelly, and I don't remember her. Tara, is that her name? Yeah. Tara, the rehab girl, are all walking back to their house, to Kelly's house, and they're fucking laughing about, like, uh, oh, Steve parties always end up with, you know, someone needing to, to get the ambulance or whatever, and they're all... Like, laughing about it and stuff. And what they're laughing about is when Kelly almost died fucking fire right. And this dude that, as far as they know, is hanging between life and death <laughs> in a fucking hospital. But they're being so, like, cavalier about it. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. I agree. And then the doctor comes out. This is the after the doctor comes out and says... Uh, yeah, you know, we we pumped his stomach. Uh, we got most of the alcohol out of his system. We, you know, we put saline on him. He should be okay. He's got this big fucking smile on his face. Yeah,
0: he did seem really overly
1: happy. And Steve's like, uh, "Can we can we go?" Or is he still asleep? Is he awake yet? I think he said he's like, nah, I'll be out for a long time." And then uh, he just turns around and walks away. Now I don't know if that was just like a bad directing or acting choice. Or if this dude was just really fucking psyched to be acting in a show and just couldn't keep keep it contained. (laughs) This dude fucking loved being on screen. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. It was funny.
1: But yeah, so very weird reactions to all the happenings here.
0: But, I mean, in the end, it's just, you know, he has alcohol poisoning, but he'll be okay. But he ends up in the ICU, which seems a bit dramatic for alcohol poisoning. Yeah.
1: Well, they had a fucking air, like a tube in his in his throat, yeah. too? I don't
0: know. I, I mean, I guess he must have been close to death. That's crazy.
1: Uh, but Steve has a talk with him and everything, and it's basically like, hey, I love you, you know. You fucking screw up. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I... It was cute. It was sweet. Speaking of cute, though,
1: mm-hmm. I wanted to point out uh, the doctor in this episode. You you don't think Kelly should be dating him, but I wonder if that's because you want him for yourself. <laughs> Speaking of greedy. Because he tells the stupidest joke in the world while he's on camera. Dave's like, hey, you can come in, but you got to uh, record a greeting. So he goes... Roses are red, violets are blue, we don't know each other, but how do you do? And I just look over, and you're just smiling at the screen. And the only explanation, well, there's two explanations. Either you suffered massive head trauma... that I wasn't aware of, to where you could think something so fucking lame was worth smiling at. Or, since the face that that, those dumb words were coming out of is so attractive, you're just smiling at that.
0: I mean, he's a nice-looking guy. I didn't realize that that happened.
1: Well, I think he's a greedy whore (laughs) You said about Tiffany Emberthys.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I mean whatever. He's cute. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, apparently Tara must think he's really cute. I don't
1: know what the fuck's going on with Tara. So at first she's she's all pissed off, you know, and she's the the three person love seat thing and whatever. They should make a three person love seat. Uh, and then she, I guess they call that a couch, huh? Yeah? yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then she's hanging out outside when the two of them are trying to talk, trying to conclude their date.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they all walked up together, but then she's, like, standing there staring at them saying goodnight, and then she's like, let's go in, Kelly, I'm cold. Right. What the fuck?
1: And then finally she gets it, and she's like, I'll go in, you guys wait out here. And so she goes in and closes the door. And does the blind so she can see. And I think Kelly and the doctor kiss. kiss right? Yeah. And she's got her fucking hand around the necklace that, that Kelly gave her. She says, you bitch. Mm hmm. And then fucking rips it apart.
0: Yeah. So I, what's I don't going know. on here? I mean, it seems like maybe she's just like
1: wants all Kelly's attention to herself. There's three possibilities, I think. Okay. The first possibility is she wants the doctor. Right. The second possibility is she wants Kelly. Right. And the third possibility is she's like single white female (laughs) Kelly.
0: I, I feel like it's probably that.
1: Well, they were both dressed similarly.
0: Yeah, like, but here's the thing. She picked out her dress first.
1: Yeah, that's true. Kelly was the one that copied her.
0: Yeah. And Kelly told her to pick something out of
1: her closet, so like... Yeah, but I think that's what it is. I think it's a single white female situation. We'll see. She gets invited to her house, the hand that rocks the cradle, Rebecca <laughs> Mornay style, you know, that that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. She definitely seems not right. But I mean, again, you met her in drug rehab, so.
1: Yeah. That's why you don't invite drug addicts <laughs> to your house.
0: Unless you already know and love them. Maybe
1: she'll just kick her back to the fucking curb. Maybe. <laughs> so she can hook out on the street again. Oh, jeez. She asked her if she'd ever been with a guy or ever loved a guy or whatever, and she said, I've had sex with guys, but nobody that ever cared about me. Yeah. That's pretty fucking harsh, man. That's sad. Uh, they do also, the, we get a reminder that this was filmed like two years ago from our perspective. Oh, like a right, year, right. Or like a year and a half ago from our perspective <clears throat> because they, they Kelly, or not Kelly, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Valerie yes. and Brandon are talking about Collins Collins fate and she says he's you know, he's gonna have to go to jail and Brandon goes, guess you gotta murder somebody to uh get away with a crime in this in this state anymore. That was Which hilarious. Is a clear reference to OJ Simpson. Well, I mean so was really that- really quick but you know mm-hmm.
0: So was that whole chase scene? Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought it was funny though.
1: I thought it was funny, but I it's just it's funny because the I don't think the show very often gets political mm. or controversial in any way as opinion-wise anyway. And I think people could Although I guess Brandon is pretty clearly a democrat, right? Yeah. Yeah. So For sure. They've written that into his character, so I guess people can judge that as they will. Yeah. He wants to be the next Kennedy.
0: And Donna's probably a Republican. Her family definitely is.
1: Well, her mom definitely is. Her dad probably doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, uh, what else happened? Anything? I think that
0: was it. All right. I mean, I'm trying to think. Brandon and Susan pumped the other brother full of coffee.
1: I thought you were going to say something completely different. You have a dirty, dirty mind. <laughs> Brandon and Susan were there. Uh, but yeah, because it's Brandon's house. But they didn't really do anything, you're right, besides give coffee to a teenager. Yeah. Uh, and then we went over Steve, we talked about Valerie and Colin, we talked about Kelly and her fucking weird situation. Claire didn't do anything.
0: No, she got a terrible die job, though.
1: Oh, it's awful.
0: Yeah, she's got like so they darkened her hair and then they put these two like almost white streaks yeah, in like the front. They
1: bleached the front of her.
0: I don't like it.
1: Just some strands. It's not good.
0: I mean I've seen people do this. One of my friends tried to get me to do this actually. And some people maybe can pull it off. You have to have no. very
1: specific type of hair, very specific skin tone. And she does not. No, it doesn't work. No. No, go can, back to being a brunette. Canadians can't pull this look off. <laughs> the actress is Canadian, for those of you that don't know. Uh, but yeah, that is uh, that is the show. So, Carol, after you're done with your yawn, why don't you tell people <laughs> uh, where they can go.
0: So, you can write us at latefee 1994 at com. Yes. Check out our website at com mm-hmm.
1: and tell your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.